0: Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. Listen to this passage that Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Now that Timothy has come to us from you and has brought us the good news of your faith and love and reported that you always remember us kindly and long to see us as we long to see you, for this reason, brothers, in all our distress and affliction, we have been comforted about you through your faith. If you are faithful to God's calling on your life, there comes a point where you do some assessment. You look back at the trail that you've walked and you ask, is there anything to show for how I've spent my life? I do that. I think back to the days whenever I was a youth pastor in Perryville, Arkansas. Perryville was a small town of about 1,200 people and we would run for anywhere from a 50 to 100 students on Wednesday nights. And I think back on those days and wonder, where are those kids now? I don't have to wonder too long because I see what most of them are doing through social media. I see their post on Facebook. And it can be heartbreaking to see the direction of their lives. But I ran across this the other day from one of our girls. Listen to what she wrote. She said, as a fourth grader on the playground, I wanted to be by myself because the other kids made fun of the stuff I couldn't do like them because I was the shy girl and I was chubby. As a sixth grader, I cried because I wasn't good enough to be invited to someone's Valentine's Day party. But he invited me because he found out it made me cry. As a junior high girl, I hid in the corner when I went to the dance because I was one of the only people not asked to dance. As a senior high girl, I wasn't like the other girls who boys asked them out and stuff like that. Prom came and no one asked me. As a college student, I was crowned homecoming queen, harvest party queen, and received a greatest contribution award to my university, yet only once was I asked out on a date. Skip about seven years and here we are today. My heart still desires things such as being loved, a committed relationship, being a wife, and being a mother. Upon reflection, it's not that I necessarily felt ugly at these times in my past, I just felt like I was not enough. Recent evaluation finds me now a 29-year-old young adult, sometimes still feeling like that little kid on the playground, alone and unwanted. Why is this? I've long been a Christ follower, a believer from a young age. I have found my fulfillment in Christ and truly have desired to spend my life loving other people because I have been loved by Him. Yet sometimes at night, I still feel like I'm not enough. It's no one's fault, not the kid who made fun of me, not the guy who just didn't want to ask me out on a date. So who can I blame my loneliness upon? Have you ever been there? Am I the only one with this struggle? I feel compelled to reveal my heart in hopes that some other heart might find company with me. So be encouraged, my dear sweet sister or brother. You are not alone. We all fall short of the glory of God. But last night, as I was reminded of the most amazing reality, as the sweet, gentle Holy Spirit rocked me to sleep. He listened to me say that I am never enough, unworthy, alone, too emotional, not skinny enough, not athletic enough. I am unlovable. And he said that he is more than enough for all your perceived failures and shortcomings. He said that he was above all, over all, in all, creator of all, and lover of all. And he said, sleep, my child, because he was enough. And that you are accepted, loved by God, an overcomer, blessed, chosen, a new creation. The Lord said to Samuel, don't look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord doesn't see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so she continued to write. May I continue to grow and nurture my heart and allow God to direct my path. After I read that, I pumped my fist in the air and I was like, "Yes!" You shout when you read those types of things, Christy. And I walked with this person through many of those struggles, and to see that her heart resting in Christ that spurred me on, and it reminded me that ministry is not meaningless; it has an impact on people. And it may be people that you never hear about. If you're engaged in ministry, I want to tell you that others have been impacted by you. So keep it up. You may not get to hear about the testimonies, but you are having an impact. When you pray today, please remember Oscar Guyton and his family, our missionaries who are having an impact in Nicaragua. Also remember the Moray Life Word broadcast heard in Africa.